Welcome to Lights On Podcast. If you like what you hear, and if you're feeling generous, please rate us five star and share us with others. I'm your host, Mitra Manesh. I'm the founder of InnerMap, a new mindful storytelling and coaching app. I teach at UCLA's Mindful Awareness Research Center, and for the past 35 years, I've been coaching my brilliant clients on four continents to live, love, and lead more mindfully, peacefully, and joyfully at home and at work. You can find out more about my work by visiting mitramanesh.com. But right now, I'm grateful for your presence and your mindful journey. This episode is about sleeping. There are actually three sections to this episode, but we put it together because we thought it would be good to offer you whole uh, concept of what sleeping is all about, how can we prepare for sleeping, and what do we do when uh, we wake up and can't go back to sleep. So if you hear me in the middle of the uh, podcast saying, welcome back, uh, it's because probably it's a new section of, of the recording. A uh, healthy skincare company asked me to speak about sleeping, and this is what this podcast is all about. Um, I know sleep is a collective problem uh, in a general sense. Uh, there is a lot of um, concern around the world around sleeping, and it's a huge business. A lot of people are making a lot of money from sleeping aids, pills, uh, to sleeping stories and, and sleeping in many, many concepts. And they are sometimes helpful and, and it depends on the situation. But really to address this uh, in a um, more sustainable way, we need to understand that the reason we cannot sleep and rest and rejuvenate and and really get to a deeper place with our resting is because we are living in the surviving mode. So in surviving mode, we cannot be experiencing thriving state of being, which restfulness and rejuvenation is all about. So really, we need to address that and understand that um, even though there may be some issues, challenges, even threats in, in our lives, uh, we are not forced to live in a surviving and survival mode all the time. And that's what needs to be really addressed in order for us to find an answer, a sustainable answer, a uh, natural, organic, and uh, foundational answer to our lack of sleep or lack of good, deep, rejuvenating sleep. So let us listen together, and we would love to hear your opinions and your insights after listening. Let's take a listen. I've been asked to talk about sleeping, and I thought the best place to start is in the morning, believe it or not. In our autopilot, almost not aware life that we're leading, which is full of stress and full of deadlines and full of running and full of anxiety, we are almost sleepwalking most of the day. 
And it only makes sense that if we're sleepwalking during the day, then at night we are awake and aware of what's going on in our mind and what's going on in the world. So what we need to do is we need to switch these two. We need to walk the streets of life during the day with a sense of awakeness and awareness. And then that may help us to sleep much, much better and deeper at night. So I'm not going to pretend that this is a subject that I can resolve and give you tools in 10 minutes and you'll be fine and you'll be sleeping like a baby. But I'm going to start guiding um, guiding you to a place that might be helpful for you to actually uh, investigate some ways that uh, may be preventing you from sleeping well. So let's see what happens when we wake up in the morning. The first thing that happens normally, if your mind works like most of us, the mind goes to, oh, what day is it? And what's wrong? The what's wrong could be a very simple what's wrong, what's wrong with the weather, what's wrong with this room, or it could be a deeper what's wrong, what's happened yesterday, what's going to happen today, what's happening in the world. So the thinking mind's job is to answer the question of what is wrong and how can I protect you? Okay, that's great for survival, very, very bad for thriving because the mind seems to always think that we are in a danger and hence all the unnecessary anxiety and sadness and stress that we're feeling that most of it is not necessary. Some of it is necessary and sometimes we are in danger and sometimes there is something very important happening, but that does not consist of, uh, that, that doesn't include most of our life. It's, it's part of our life. And awakeness and awareness allows us to really differentiate between the true danger and illusionary danger. So let's see what we can do. When mind says that, what do I do? Can I stop the mind? No, I can't. But I can give an alternative to the mind. So the moment you wake up, and that's a practice that I really invite you to do, that the moment you wake up and mind says, oh, Tuesday, Wednesday, you say, what's right? And mind loves to find answers, but you need to give it homework. You need to give it a particular question. Otherwise, it goes with its own question, which is what's wrong. So you ask, what is right? What is right with me? What is right with my life? What is right with this bedroom? What is life with this pillow? What is right with anything? And, and it's irrelevant what you're asking that question about. The fact that you're saying what is right and the fact that mind is going to be looking for things that are right, that immediately balances and brings a sense of um, calm to the mind. So that's the first thing that I suggest you do as far as your mind is concerned. The second thing at the physical level, at the body level, I'm sure many of you get up and take a shower. And I want to invite you to take a much longer and much more aware shower. Allow the water, allow the shower to be the tool for your presence. Because usually body is a tool for us to bring a sense of presence to ourselves. Ask yourself, what are the sensations that I'm feeling? And let the water, let the shower, let the, whatever the 
process you have in the morning. Let that be a, a, a basically a hallway, a vehicle to a sense of presence and awareness and connection to your physical body. And from the other part of the body, meaning the inner body, I had a practice that um, a very wise teacher gave me about 40 years ago. And believe it or not, I've been almost nonstop doing it for the past 40 years. As soon as I wake up, I drink a very large glass of warm water with lime, not lemon, lime, and a bit of salt. And the combination of these two uh, clear any anything that might have not been cleared from your body and also take away the acidity of the body. I'm not a physician, so I don't know if this is appropriate for you, but I know that I've been doing it and it's been really, really helpful for me and for my health. So that's the body. Let's see, what do we do with the heart? For the heart, my invitation to you is every day, ask yourself, what is the intention? What is the feeling that I would like to experience throughout this day today? Choose one word and it could be anything. It could be uh, generosity. It could be curiosity. It could be compassion, peace, ease, fairness, silence, whatever it is. I don't know what works for you, but one word, which is a state of a feeling that you want to experience. And of course, this is not magic. It won't change your day and you will have a peaceful day, whole day. No, but it will be a great point of reference. And if you think about what meditation is, meditation is exactly that, that we find an anchor, then we notice our mind wandering away, and then we bring it back to the anchor. And this feeling that I'm inviting you to choose, one word, is that anchor for you. And I've suggested it to many of my clients, and I would like to suggest it to you as well, that every hour, and if that's too much, every two hours, have a bell that goes off. And as soon as it does, you ask yourself, oh, what was my intention? You remind yourself, oh, peacefulness, okay? And let me bring my attention to my intention. It's a great union, intention and attention. And then allow your action, so intention, attention, action. Let the action be uh, on the foundation of this intention, intention and attention. And then, of course, you go off again. And then another hour goes by, another two hour goes by, and you do it again. What that does is it, it brings a sense of intentionality to the way you're feeling. Because normally we just feel whatever other people are offering us. I hope, I pray that people that I'm with or work with or live with are somehow peaceful for that day so I can have peace. But this way you're taking charge. You're saying, I'm going to be peaceful no matter what. Of course, peaceful in the midst of crisis looks and feels different than peaceful in a very calm sort of setting. But nevertheless, you're choosing the feeling that you want to experience. So in summary, first thing in the morning, make sure that you ask your mind what is right 
with my life, with this room, with the world, with my hair, with the pillow, so that mind goes to that side of the brain. And then you, when you're cleansing yourself and when you're taking a shower, be very present and aware of the sensations of the body. And if it feels right for you, you drink something to clear your inner body and then set an intention for the way you would like to feel throughout the day and you revisit that throughout the day. So that's it for this segment and we will continue with other segments uh, as we talk about the rituals of sleep and also what to do when you are sleeping or when you wake up. Stay tuned. So welcome back and we're going to be talking about a, I like to call it a ritual before going to sleep. I'm not going to bore you with things that you already know. We know that at least an hour before sleeping, we need to get rid of anything that has light. Anything that emanates light needs to go off an hour at least before sleeping, whether it's TV or your phone or your computer or any other equipments that you may have. So that's for sure is very important. And I would just recommend that you stop anything that is full of activity that has got to do with being awake about an hour before sleeping time. Let's create a ritual. Let's, because what is ritual? Just think about what activity has ritual. Usually something that is important has a ritual around it. And I think sleeping, if there is anything during our 24 hours that is very important, is our sleeping. And that's why I invite you to create a ritual, whatever that means to you. An hour before, maybe wear your pajamas, uh, take your shower, whatever it is that you do, do it. And and if you are, by the way, um, uh, want to take a shower at night, I highly recommend that you take a cooler shower as opposed to warm shower, despite the popular belief. A cool shower actually allows the body to get prepared for sleeping. And I have a, an acronym that might be helpful for you to uh, remember, which is called CLEAN. And um, I'm, I'm going to go through it for you and with you. So the C stands for uh, really cleaning, cleaning your mind. What do you need to clean? And I don't mean just physicality. Of course, you want to take a shower. That's fine. You, you, um, clean your mouth. You wash your face. You wash your hands. But also, what would you like to clean from your mind? What needs to go? What needs to really be cleansed from your mind? So cleaning the body and the mind. The L stands for learning. Just a very gentle, quick. This is not a master's degree learning. This is just. Checking with yourself and saying, was there anything that I learned from my day? Anything that I need to remember to do or not to do, continue or stop doing? And that would be your learning of the day. The E in clean stands for ending. What is important for you to end at this time? It might be a thought that you're obsessing about. It might be a memory that is not working. It might be an incident that wasn't helpful. Something that if it ends will be helpful for your sleep. 
And by the way, by ending, I don't mean getting rid of things and ignoring things. I don't mean that. I mean something that right at this moment, just before going to sleep, it's not helpful for me to pay attention to. So what needs to end? And the A in clean stands for acknowledging. What can I celebrate? What something small or maybe big that happened that I need to acknowledge something good, something that I can really say, okay, that was good. I found a good parking. You know, I helped someone today. Someone helped me today. Just acknowledging small acts, small incidents in life that were, are worth acknowledging, something that you were happy about, something that was enriching for you. And again, Look for small things. We have this um, part of this ritual. My partner and I ask each other, what was the highlight of today? What was a good thing that you want to acknowledge? And I know most of the time I say nothing. And then when I think about it, I say, you know what? This and that happened. And somebody said that. And it was so beautiful to say this to someone. And he says, you see, there's always something. And truly, there's always something if you look for small things, small celebrations and acknowledgements in life. Then we get to the end of, of clean, and that is noting. So usually at the end of the day, when we go quiet, and I'm hoping that you do, uh, all the thoughts, all the ideas, all the, oh my gods, all those things come to the mind. And my invitation to you is that you put a pen and paper in your bedroom, even for middle of the night, and write those things down. When we note them on the paper, we take them off our head. And it's very, very helpful. Note down something that you want to remember to do. Note down something that you've forgotten to do. Note down something that you really think it's important. Whatever it is that is on your mind, put it on that piece of paper and note it down so that it's not occupying the energy and the the occupation of the mind. It's just off the mind. And of course, when you do that, mind starts objecting and says, look, but this is important. You say, yes, I know. And I attend to it tomorrow. So there's a wonderful um, good night meditation that we have in our app. And in it, I say, when the mind says that, you say later, later, very gently, very lovingly, later, meaning I'm going to attend to it, but this is not the right time and the right place for it. So that's the CLEAN, the acronym that I'm hoping that you use for preparing to sleep and go to sleep and allowing it to become a ritual, which really means it's a conditioning of the mind. So when you are preparing, when you're cleansing, when you're uh, wearing your pajama or when you're turning off everything, mind says, oh, sleep is coming. So it prepares for it. And the acronym of CLEAN was C stood for cleaning, cleaning your mind and cleaning your body, however you do that. L stands for learning what was the small lesson or maybe a big lesson of the day that you would like to add to your, you know, notes myself kind of um, thing and ask yourself, what did I learn today? The E stood for ending. What thought, what action, what thing do I need to end for my sleep to be richer and more comfortable? And the A stands for acknowledging. What do I need to acknowledge? What celebration? What good thing? What little small thing happened that is good to remember and celebrate and acknowledge? 
and the N stood for noting, noting it down so that it's not um, occupying your brain space. And that's it for the rituals of going to sleep. Stay tuned for the actual sleeping and and what happens when we wake up or we have uh, interrupted sleep. Thank you. So welcome back and let's talk about the actual sleep. So say that I've been quite aware and conscious and throughout the day and I've, uh, was very intentional about the feelings and experiences that I wanted to have. And I created a ritual around my sleeping and I've gone through all of that. And now I'm sleeping. And of course, what happens is normally either we do not go to sleep or we go to sleep, but we wake up at certain time. So one thing that is not helpful is that checking the time. Because when you start checking the time, you're giving information to the mind and mind loves information and starts working with the information you're giving it. So I'm checking the time and I say, oh, it's three o'clock. And then it's, it says, okay, three o'clock till six o'clock. There's only three hours. I better go to sleep. And then you start worrying about the time and racing with the time. The best practice with the, as far as time is concerned, is to have an alarm. And I mean an alarm, not your phone, because I'm hoping that your phone and all of your technology are out of your bedroom. This is very important that that space that you sleep in is only for sleeping. Again, we're working with the mind, with the conditioning of the mind. Mind comes to the bedroom and says, oh, sleeping? because that's the only activity it has seen happen in that space. And that's very important for, for uh, the conditioning of the mind, because what comes in the way of your sleep is your thinking mind. So we need to work with your thinking mind. So that space needs to be only for sleeping and of course being intimate, but, but definitely for sleeping. And, and you need to let go of all your technology and let all of them be out of your bedroom. But you needed to have a clock, you know, old-fashioned clock when, when there was no phone. And when I was younger, there was no smartphone or, or computers that we would use as an alarm. And we used an alarm. You still can find it online and you can buy it everywhere. So let the alarm be your timekeeper. Do not keep checking the time because every time you do that, you're giving information and food to your thinking mind, so it becomes activated, right? So when we let go of this timekeeping activity, then mind probably has far more opportunity to settle down. But let's say you can tell, it's it's light outside, you can tell almost, you can guess what time it is, and you're getting worried because you're not going back to sleep. So change your agenda from sleeping to napping. Say, you know, it's okay. I may not be sleeping, but I can take a nap. So body relaxes and goes into napping. And then say even napping is not happening and you're not napping. Then you can say, you know what? You tell your body, just resting, just resting. So you go from, you're changing the framework of your body. You go from sleeping to napping and if that doesn't happen, you go from napping to just resting. 
That's all. That's all you're doing. Because if you're resting, it's much better than being anxious about not sleeping. Most of the time, it is not a lack of sleep that is really hurting us. It's the fear around the lack of sleep that is hurting us. I'm not saying lack of sleep is not bad. I'm just saying the fear of it is stronger and more harmful than the lack of sleep itself. So my invitation to you is that you really befriend your um, interruptions and perhaps shorter sleep. A, a comfortable, a peaceful few hours of sleep or a short sleep is much better than a longer sleep that has a lot of anxiousness to it. We want to make sure that the mind is settled. We want to make sure that we don't have fear around sleeping. Sleeping and fear are two completely different energies, so they cannot coexist. I can't tell my body and mind to settle down and be peaceful and recharge while my mind is like activated and is worrying. It is so important that we understand what's this purpose of sleeping. The most obvious answer is for the body to rest and recuperate, which is completely true, but it's not all of the story. There is also the energetic aspect of sleeping, which is extremely important. So we have an energy, which is the life energy in us. You can call it anything you want. I call it soul, right? So the body needs to rest. But also that energy needs to recharge. So the best um, visual of that is that imagine we have like these little batteries that we need to plug in and charge to the source of energy. And that's exactly what needs to happen at night. And that's why that sometimes people who take medication, who get a very good long physical rest, they still feel unsatisfied or dissatisfied in the morning because that charging may not have taken place. So my suggestion to you is to really understand your sleep, really respect your sleep and change your relationship with it. Your sleep is not same as lack of sleep. Befriend your sleeping and respect your sleeping and work with it as opposed to just complain about it. This is very important energetically as, as well as practically. It's important that we befriend our sleeping. So that's it for, for the sleep series. And I hope that uh, it's been helpful. And I hope that you have a really deep, beautiful, physical and energetic rest tonight. Hope this episode answered the question or two for you or provoked and inspired questions in you. I'm so grateful you showed up and listened up. Until the next time, be well and stay curious.